Okay, that was just Rattlehead with Live a Lie. Um, they're playing July 11th at the Championship Bar and Grill. That'll be, I believe, a Friday night. And coming up next is Hatchet with Screams of the Night from their newest album, Dawn of the End. Now, Hatchet is going to be playing June 21st. And both Hatchet and Paralysis, both those Championship Bar and Grill shows, are going to be having paralysis on the bill. Remember, people, I had paralysis on my show last week, and hopefully in the next 7 to 10 days, I will have my interview with paralysis uploaded to my SoundCloud. That's soundcloud.com slash japan dash nick. Now here we go with Hatchet Screams of the Night. Stay tuned to WMSC 90.3.
to WMSC 90.3. And got some uh, new music to play tonight from The Mentors, Get Up and Die. This is from the Sex, Drugs, and Rock and Roll album. There's a documentary being made about The Mentors by Portland, Oregon's April Jones. The movie is to be called Kings of Sleaze, The Mentors' Rockumentary. There is an Indiegogo campaign for it right now. Go online and check it out. Now, here we go with The Mentors.
Hey, and um, we recently heard um, Get Up and Die from The Mentors, Screams of the Night from Hatchet, and Live a Lie by Rattlehead. Well, I'm going out to the Maryland Death Fest uh, for five or six days before Memorial Day. Really, like, a, just that's kind of like an exodus for me and a lot of heavy metal people mm-hmm. from uh, the East Coast. Like, I'm talking even the South, the West Coast, even from other countries. Um, just The Maryland Death Fest is, I'd say, the most important metal festival in America. <laughs> um, I'd say it's pretty much... There's there's nothing that rivals it. Um, just this year, they have Dark Angel coming back. I'm really wondering how it's going to be with Ron Reinhardt because there's been um, like online. There's there's nothing more than really like thirty second to like one minute clips of Ron Reinhardt singing, and um, just really wish there was more footage of him. I can't understand why they don't release, like, a practice session of even, like, 15 minutes. But uh, that's just how it is. Um, There's also Death Hammer coming around May 9th, which would really be cool to see. They're playing the Ekron. Then, let's see, just lots and lots of good shows. And probably, let's let's play another Rattlehead track, just because I'm planning on doing an interview with uh, the singer Nick Baranov later this... uh, probably later this year um it's got to be ready for the july 11th uh show though um hopefully i can get the thing published that would really be something very cool now um here we go with let's see my sweet sally from the blackout brigade album by rattlehead stay tuned to wmsc 90.3 and you are listening online from wmscradio.com as well as the TuneIn app Thank you for listening.
Hey, it's 9 p.m. and you are listening to WMSC 90.3 in Upper Montclair, New Jersey from Montclair State University. This is Japan Nick of Japan Nick's Rock and Metal Pandemoniums. <laughs> Without further ado, though, um, as I talked about earlier, I will be airing my interview with Chiros singer Craig Owens right now. Stay tuned. This is an interview with Craig Owens, singer for, Chi- singer for Chiodos by Nick Perkel. Now, Craig, you do a lot of extreme singing and shouting in your music. Can you explain the vocal exercises you go through to preserve your vocal cords? Well, they're actually fairly simple and, and uh, it's actually kind of common sense. Um, things that are probably so simple they're overlooked. Um, the main things I need to do to preserve my voice and prepare is sleep, hydration, um, and not being sick. <laughs> Those are usually the things. Other than that, um, it, it takes, a uh, you know, um, and pushing myself the studio, pushing myself to recreate that live and, um, and challenging myself uh, by studying um, my idols and and uh, pushing myself to to be able to uh, achieve my version of what it is that they do. Who do you say your top five idols are? Oh wow, vocally. Yes. Um. Let's see, top five: uh, Freddie Mercury, um, Cedric from. Uh, at the drive-in in Mars Volta, um, Bob Dylan, oddly enough, um, Jeff Buckley, and I, I would I would stick with those four. Okay, now you've had a good number of of appearances on the Warp Tour over the years. What year was the most informative for you as a road warrior? As a road warrior, probably 2006. That was our first year doing it. And that changed the landscape of touring for me. We'd done a lot of DIY tours leading up to that and a few. Uh, I think we'd done one or two major, um, you know, kind of clear channel Live Nation tours. Um, and... But that one really put in perspective uh, how difficult and how trying the road can be. For musicians fortunate enough to appear on the South by Southwest Festival more than once, what do you say that people should teach the newcomers to the festival who are there for their first time? Um, just to take a deep breath and experience all that you can and don't let it overwhelm you because it's, it's a lot going on all at once and it's exciting, but, uh, do the right, do, do what you want to do, like do choose a, a few things and stick with it, but don't try and get, uh, don't try and do too much either because there's there, you probably won't see all the shows you want to see and you probably won't see all the people that you want to see. What was your biggest fear when it came to flying to Tokyo, Japan? Biggest fear? I think my biggest fear in those moments is that I won't get into the country, uh, not because I have any records or anything, but because my uh, my OCD kicks in and I just I, I'm not in control of that probably. 
anything else you want to add on that or uh no i'm not i'm pretty used to flying at this point um we we went to london a week before that um i'm always on an airplane really um so it was a it was a, a fairly easy flight and the trip was just amazing you just got back from performing at the Punk Spring concert in Tokyo, Japan. What type of advice would you like to impart on fellow musicians that will be heading to Japan in the near future for the first time? I would suggest to try and learn one or two phrases um, and because the, the Japanese fans really love and respect when an artist can um, speak a little Japanese to them on stage. What were you able to learn? Like anything more than like Jozu or like uh, it's nice to meet you or yeah, what type yeah. of things I did learned, you throw um, out there for I you? learned something um, it was uh, sawage and that means make some noise um, you know more more uh, more things that you would say on stage as opposed to on the street I can understand that yeah for you personally, when you had the finished product of Devil, did you find that you spent more time speaking to the producer, David Botrill, or the mixer, Josh Wilbur? Hmm. Once I got it in my hands? Well, I mean, I guess like – I guess before like post-production. Oh, I spoke to both of them a ton, really. I mean I lived basically with Botrill for almost two months. And then I spent maybe two weeks visiting Josh Wilbur every single day. Um, and they both became really good friends of mine as, as a result. I would say I probably spent more time with, with David Bottrell because we lived together for two months creating the record. I see. Like, I was just asking that because I, I was wondering, like, as, like, a musician, what what is I, – I, I can understand both – People are important, but like I mean, just would you would you say people usually spend more time like uh, interacting with their producer or their mixer? I would say probably more with their producer because the the a lot of the time you don't even get face to face with your mixer. Um, I just did that because I I really wanted to to work as hard as I possibly could and and be present uh, when it was being mixed. So typically musicians don't even see their mixers. On your song Duct Tape, you say, do you want to be born again? I can chase away all those demons. When you were writing this, did it feel like a cathartic release for you or something inspiring to give you strength through hard times? Combination of both. Um, I think that in a lot of those strong moments, you feel a release when, um, you know, the, the overall feeling of things aren't perfect right now, but they're, they're going to be. Um, and they're going to be better at least, you know, not perfect, but, um, yeah, I think that line in particular really sums up a few of the tracks on the record because a few of the tracks like why the monsters matter and duct tape, um, are about being outcasts and, uh, accepting the fact that you're an outcast. All of my great idols were outcasts. Um, the people that changed the world, Gandhi, um, Martin Luther King, uh, I think that they were all outcasts and it's important to, to, to be that. What was the most physically demanding song for you to sing on Devil? On Devil. Probably. 
I would say why the Munsters matter because it really tests my range. Um, there's a lot of singing on it, and it goes everywhere from falsetto to um, soft falsetto to um, really, really aggressive high notes. Please tell me about that hip hop track you appear on with John Connor. Well, I've actually been on, man, I want to say five with John now. Um, I want to say maybe only like three have been released. Um, but yeah, I, uh, I um, just actually was out with him and we worked on a couple more songs together. Um, I flew out to work with him and Dr. Dre. Um, and that was uh, an absolutely amazing experience. Um, we just bonded and, and all hung out and, and wrote. And, um, and I recorded a couple tracks with them that'll probably be out soon. So I, uh, it's an amazing experience working with someone that has, uh, you know, that comes from my hometown, which is Flint, Michigan. And to see uh, our lives run parallel um, in success uh, from hard work. And uh, it, it's proof that if anyone can do it, if I can do it, if John can do it, anyone can. What do you have to say to fanciers in Europe who are planning on attending your Sonosphere concert in July? Um, to get ready for a crazy time that we're really excited to be on the festival. I think it's our first time there, and it's going to be uh, it's going to be really really fun. Uh, just prepare, uh, you know, listen to Devil and get ready to have a, have a fun uh, sing along, uh, headbanging time. Be good. What advice would you give young music, young musicians getting ready to record their first album that is to be released on a major label? Hmm. Um, check your motives, probably, um, and remember them. Uh, because motives before you release it and after you release it often change. And uh, just keep that in mind. That way you can maintain happiness through whatever happens. Can you just give me a little bit more than that? Um, I mean, your first release on a major label is scary or exciting, um, a little bit of both. And it's often, uh, you know, major labels have this way of leading you to believe that you are going to be the next, uh, you know, big thing. And um, not every artist wants that, um, and not every artist not every artist only does it for that. But I think it's important to to remember why you make music and why you want to release a CD in the first place. Um, that way, you don't have unrealistic expectations going into it because uh, you know 99% of the time uh, it doesn't work on major labels. Any final words? Uh, Check out Devil, uh, just released last week, um, the new Chiodos record, and uh, come out to a show. Come say hello, and thank you to everyone that supported us throughout the years. This is Craig Owens, singer for Chiodos, and you are listening to Japan Nick's Rock and Metal Pandemonium. Awesome. Thanks so much. Um, when I get the PDF file from... Giorgio from the Aquarian. Giorgio is now the managing editor. Okay. There, I'll send it out to Steve Karras, and uh, he'll be able to get it to you. Awesome. Thank you so much, Nick. I really appreciate it, man. 
much appreciated too. Like just that last question, um, I've been saving that for like an interesting uh, interview and just like, sorry to be a pain about that, but I just felt like it really, I really got some good uh, stuff out of that. Okay, good, good. That's awesome. Yeah, I, I'm an open book, so it's all good. Okay, well, much appreciated for this time and you have a nice day. Thank you very much. You too. Later, man. Adios.
running from the 